0: Here is my reality reflection for today. I don't know about you, but it's the second week of Lent, and I'm thinking it's going pretty fast. Seems (laughs) like time is flying. You, on the other hand, may be like, Kendra, what are you smoking? Because it is going slow. But regardless of whether it's fast or it's slow for you, remember to take it day by day. If you are truly struggling, if this Lent is a powerful Lent for you, where you are serious about putting a stronghold behind you, you've got to be looking at the readings that we've been reading. They've all been about God's mercy and all been about God not judging us by our sins, we got to remember how much God loves us. He loves us more than we could ever imagine. So while we are on this journey, this Lent, whatever your journey is, let's do our best to remember love. Sometimes we get caught up in the, well, did I do it today or didn't I do it today? Was I successful? Did I fail miserably? Did I feel X, Y, or Z while doing it? All of that comes into play, but too often we don't think about the plain fact of love. That should be the basis of everything that we do, our love of God, our love of Jesus in particular, during this time. I want to share something that I heard yesterday at Mass. What a beautiful homily from my priest. It was the transfiguration where Jesus is up on Mount Tabor, and he is transfiguring in front of everyone. To the left of him is Elijah, to the right, Moses. Elijah representing the prophets, Moses representing the law. And Peter, of course, saying, hey, let me build you guys a tent. By the way, that is about the tabernacles. So the Jewish people, they built tabernacles and lived in them uh, during their celebrations. But the real deal was this. He had said, think about the difference between the transfiguration and the forecoming of his passion. I never made the connection. First, he's up on Mount Tabor, and he's transfiguring. He is showing himself in a totally different, glorified light. And then he's up on, it's not really a mountain, but the hill of Golgotha. And he is in the most horrific, quote-unquote, light. He's covered in blood. It's a shameful thing. It's a horrific death. He's stripped naked. There's no glory in him. On the mountain with the transfiguration, he's got Moses and Elijah on both sides flanking him. And then in the passion, he's got the two robbers. It's amazing to me (laughs) when I... Think of things and, I, and it hits me like, wow, Lord, what you have done. If you let that sit with you, how Jesus came down to be one of his creations, a human being with all of our faults and all of our horrific thoughts and ways, and then willfully gives his life for us. Nobody took it. Satan didn't trick him. He willfully laid it down for our salvation, for the forgiveness of our sins. And if we just remember that it was because he loves us, we might look at our sins and walking away from them in a different mindset, in a way different of reflecting and thinking about how much we love him, thanking him for all that he's done for us. So the readings, let me get there. The gospel is very short. Luke 6, 36 through 38. Jesus said to his disciples, Be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the, me- <laughs> for the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. Okay, that last piece. It's kind of like the do unto others as you would like them to do to you. But God's going farther. Forgive others so that you will be forgiven. Give gifts so that gifts will be given to you. In other words, practice the virtues. And the most important thing as St. Paul tells us, that whatever we do, if we don't do it with love, it's in vain. So we can pretend, (laughs) and I've done this, we could pretend to love someone, we could pretend to be generous and do things because we want the left hand to know what the right hand is doing And we do it so that people can see us. And this is not love. This is almost like the Pharisees out there who are doing it so that they can gain all of this awe from man. And God knows our hearts, the depths of our hearts. So if we can do everything with love, if we can look at God and Ask him to change our hearts, to walk away from sin, because the first reading was all about that. And I get the feeling some of you aren't going to go back and read that first reading. So guess who's going to do that right now? Because it's really, really good. A little bit longer. Okay. Lord, great and awesome God, you who keep your merciful covenant toward those who love you and observe your commandments. We have sinned, been wicked and done evil. We have rebelled and departed from your commandments and your laws. We have not obeyed your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. Justice, O Lord, is on your side. We are shamefaced even to this day. We, the men of Judah, the residents of Jerusalem and all Israel, near and far in all countries to which you have scattered them because of your treachery, because of their treachery toward you. O Lord, we are shamefaced like our kings, our princes, and our fathers for having sinned against you. But yours, O Lord, our God, our compassion and forgiveness Yet we rebelled against you and paid no heed to your command, O Lord our God, to live by the law you gave us through your servants, the prophets. We are shamefaced. We should be shameful of what we're doing, but we also must know that the Lord has mercy, forgives us, and the more that we take our selfish ways, Our sinful ways, our vice, viceful, vicious ways, thoughts, behaviors, everything, and give them to Him. We are giving an act of surrender and humility to Him all day, every day. And then we open our hearts and allow Him in and expect the unexpected. Paying attention all day to what's going on around us, not being on autopilot, ensuring that we start our day with him, that we take the right steps to have our hearts transformed. God is here to do that for us. I don't know if you've gone to confession. Keep going as often as you can. There's such a beauty and such grace to be had. And don't forget, if you are going to confession and you're telling, you're thinking, oh gosh, I don't know if this is the last time, tell the priest that. Say, Father, as I confess this, I fear that I walk out and I do this again. You're not alone in that. God knows our heart. But sometimes he wants us to know it too. And a lot of the time, we don't sit with ourselves and truly have that come to Jesus conversation. This is why prayer and reflection every day is so important. That's why paying attention to what's going on every moment is where you can stop and call out to God. Otherwise, you're just flipping through the day and you don't even realize what's going on. you're not listening and learning like a child. We have to learn how to live all over. We've got to unlearn everything we've learned. Learn to be humble. Learn to let go. Learn to love ourselves and love others. But we can't do it without God. Y'all know this one the two greatest commandments. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit into our hearts. We all need massive transformation. And during this time of Lent, as we sit and reflect on what Jesus has done for us, in awe and in love, we ask that you make our heart of stone, a heart of flesh. Mary, please take us to your son's sacred heart. Take our petitions and our desires to him. And please pray to your beloved spouse, the Holy Spirit, that we may be transformed in a big way. And permanently so that we can glorify you, Lord, through our life. In your name, Jesus, we pray for this. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Go be grateful. Thank God for your faith. Ask him for peace and love and joy today. Pay attention and raise your Emotional state of being. Do not allow yourself to be pulled into negativity, into shame and regret. You know we have a merciful Father. And if you have gone to confession, know that God has forgiven you. And you need to forgive you. Just as the gospel said, forgive and you will be forgiven. That includes yourself. It's so important that we forgive ourselves because God won't forgive us if we don't do that. What a journey. All right, everyone, get out there. Go be love, be peace, be joy. Glorify God with your life. Lift your heart and your mind to him. All right, go find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. Have a blessed and inspired day.